This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Ah yes, the magnificent Trolley Sourbright Crawler, also known as Trollicus brightolus. The worm's captivating neon colour makes it an easy gummy prey. Trolley! It's a surprisingly sour, invitingly chewy, staggeringly snackable species unlike anything else found on this planet. Eat me! Delicious. Visit trolley.com to shop now. Trolley, eat me! Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Bantering Bob, Mystifying Mark, and Worldly Wade. This week, there are our readers, Roust the Cochlear Cordis, with a pronouncement of positivity, her personal pride and productivity. Yes, it's time for Never Give Up. Please prepare thy pom-poms and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Distractable Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. We have a lovely discussion because I am the host. I won last week and therefore I will bring my talents at coming up with an incredible topic for you all to hear the discussion of with which we'll participate in Bob and Wade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn that cheer. Thanks. Hey, thanks. Thanks for that intro. You're welcome, Bob. Oh, I cheered for you too. I, I, I thought we were cheering, but they were cheering for you. I would, go, Bob! Yeah, it's, it's, it happens. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you guys doing this fine week? Pretty good. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Good. We've reached the cool season in Northern California. That's nice. It's cool out now. Yeah, it was kind of crap because it was like the past few days, it's been getting, dipping down to like 50 and then it'll go up to 80, 90, oh. and then it'll dip back down to 50 again. So it's like really, really, uh, really unsure of itself, this weather. Yeah, we dipped down to 52 this time of year. And then down to 40 and then down to 30. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It just really keeps dipping. We actually had snow flurries once. They didn't stick at all, but definitely with snow coming down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the middle of November. Oh. I mean, it is whenever this episode came out. Yeah, whenever it did. <clears throat> Who knows when it did. I don't know. We record these the day before. Everyone knows that. Yeah, that's just fresh material. Have you ever seen someone get really mad when they discovered that something was recorded way before it actually comes out? Yes. They're just like super offended. Like, oh! What? Yeah. We're all being fooled. <laughs> They're trying to pull the wall over our eyes. It's that, what's the, that guy from Family Guy. They, yeah, they figure yeah. it out and they're like, oh, you're just a big phony. Big hey, phony. everybody, this was recorded a month ago. These guys are phonies. Yeah. You're wearing the same outfit in part two that you wore in part one. Yeah, they record at the same time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I hate to tell you. <laughs> Wait till they hear about movies god this was recorded a year ago i wanted a new movie not an old one anyway you know who you are out there yeah you know who you are shut up and sit down anyway i have a story that's going to kick off today's discussion and i think you guys are going to find where it's going as soon as i tell you about it you're gonna tell us a story all about how Yes. Okay. Anyway, it's an inspirational story, one that really touches the heart and soul of everyone who will hear it. In a world full of darkness and cynicism, all 37 puppies were found alive. Sometimes a shining beacon of light can shine through. The Olympic gold medalist sold his medal to buy food for the hungry. 
which was him. Better than okay, this is the greatest good. Man crashes airplane seven times in four different states in only seven days. <laughs> ah, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> Inspirational. You were right. I'm with you. Heartwarming. How could you pick such an obvious topic? Florida no, no, man no, no. gets his hand behind on, the wheel. <laughs> no, no, no. This is you're you're looking at it the wrong way. Oh, okay. Right? Because because he survived, I think. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the point God. is, it's a story of perseverance, oh. of overcoming all naysayers who told you, don't fly that plane. For God's sake, stop flying that plane. And this man just kept going because he believed in himself. And he continued to crash that plane seven times in four different states in seven days, all of which ended with a final crash at the bottom of Lake Michigan. Ooh, this is a... A solo or small plane, right? This yeah. isn't like he was flying a Delta <laughs> Boeing 747 or whatever. No, no, no. Small plane. It's the experimental bouncy jetliner. Uh, it's it was an amphibious airplane called a Sea Wind 3000. Okay. Okay. That sounds adorable. Yeah. Okay. So this man went to California to check the beautiful aircraft that had not been flown. Is he from Florida? I would only imagine, but he went to California to maintain ownership of it. So basically, the aircraft had a total of 20 hours of flying time in its life. When he got it, it hadn't been flown. The first crash happened while attempting to land after a test flight in California. The landing gear was still up, so he forgot to put it down. Uh, I banged up the plane pretty good, but no one was injured. The second crash was from when the engine stalled, causing the plane to come down hard beside a runway in New Mexico, taking out a sign and runway lights. Again, no injuries. Crash number three. <laughs> took place in the same airport as crash number two. <laughs> However, it's unclear exactly what happened. I imagine the record keeping when they tried to write it down, they were like, oh, this already happened. <laughs> we don't need any more details about it. Nah, separate crash. Crash number four happened after attempting to leave New Mexico. So he's gone from California to New Mexico and he crashed twice there. And then he was up in the air for a couple more hours when the left wing hinge tab was stuck and the plane was pitching straight upwards. It took all of the pilot's strengths to control the aircraft and four attempts to land, in which he did in Nebraska in a crash. God. So come to find out, crashing your plane three times might make it have some issues for the fourth flight in a week. <laughs> uh, there's no record of any repairs occurring between. I'm sure he looked at it and was like, yeah, it's fine, I'll buff out. Crash number five, after repairs. So he did repair it mm. after crash number four. Oh, there was a fifth crash, okay. There's seven. Jesus. There's seven crashes. That's what I said in the beginning of this one. Yeah, he did open with that. That was the first thing. Oh my god, I somehow blanked out and thought maybe it was limited to four. No, 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 no. Okay, so after he repaired, he performed a test flight <laughs> that ended in another crash in Nebraska. <laughs> so the test did not go well. That's a fail. That's a fail of the test, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't stop him. You know, when you fail a test, what do you do? You get back on the plane. You get back on that plane. You never stop getting on the plane. You look at the person's test next to you and you try to copy yeah, their yeah. answers. Yeah. <laughs> That plane's still up in the air. I'll just do what they're doing. The plane in front of him is taxiing, goes, <laughs> takes off, flies away. He's like, okay, yeah. just do what that guy did. <laughs> We've copied our way this far. Yeah, yeah. Crash number six was apparently the scariest so far. Quote, the hydraulic pressure gauge was registering zero, and the fuel gauge showed an uneven supply. I don't know if it was at an odd number or whatever. He radioed the airport to ask whether there was a spotter on the ground who could look up as he passed to let him know if the landing gear was down. There was no response. Oh, God. And also the landing gear apparently was not down because the nose hit during the landing and the plane skid down the runway in Manistique, Michigan. Uh-oh. So he's now made it from California to New Mexico to Nebraska to Michigan. That's a lot of ground to cover without an accident, my dude. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, you know. Nebraska to Michigan on zero accidents. Do we not count five crashes as an accident? No, listen, I mean, you take it it's one day at a time, right? Yeah, this is a new day. Between Nebraska and Michigan, perfect record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. Crash number seven. Oh this week-long nightmare. This all took place in a week, right? I did say that at the beginning, seven days, but I also blanked out about that. <laughs> this week-long nightmare ended on the 4th of July in Lake Michigan. Since the Seawind 3000 had so many recent issues with the landing gear deploying, the pilot promised the FAA that he would keep the landing gear down for his 25-minute flight. 
it. I promise. I promise I'll keep it down the whole time. He did not know when he made that promise that he would be doing an emergency water landing due to the wing flaps not responding. Oh, no. <laughs> the landing gear caused the plane to go vertically into the water oh, nose no. first. <laughs> Somehow... <laughs> He remained uninjured once again. However, the plane that should have been able to float is now at the bottom of Lake Michigan. God. <laughs> it's all right. We're going to take an aquatic takeoff, everyone. Board up. Put on your, your scuba diving gear. It's time to go. Eighth time's the charm, they say. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever the opposite of buying a lottery ticket is, mm -hmm, is what mm -hmm. that dude needs to do. It's called for life a insurance. Yeah. <laughs> You really used up a lot of luck, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you guys take from this? What core message do you hear from this story? Um, the FAA is not as tight with their regulations and standards as uh, one might hope. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little scared to fly my next commercial flight, even mm -hmm. though I know it's a whole different world of aviation. Mm -hmm. Like you have one crash and like the, if I remember right, the first one, the landing gear was just messed up mm -hmm. like that. It's just the mechanical fault. You have that. Someone from the FAA had to get that report and be like, ah, damn, that's too bad. Well, he'll fix it. Yeah, like, okay, 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 okay. Like, yeah, he's okay. That's fine. Nobody got hurt. And then, it, like, the second one happened, like, mm, back to back. Mm. Mm. Thumbs up with this. Thumbs up with this dude or this plane. But, like, you know, he's just working it out. He's got his pilot's license, I assume. Mm. You know, but, like, at some point, at some point between, I don't know, past accident four, FAA guy gets the report and is like, no. <laughs> How did he get it back in the air? <laughs> This doesn't even say he made repairs on it. <laughs> Gosh, somebody needs to stop this guy. Shouldn't that be you, yeah. FAA? At some point after three to four accidents, shouldn't you be like, oh, maybe cool it. Maybe you don't fly for a month. <laughs> maybe have a professional fix that airplane you keep crashing. Yeah, Make sure it's good. Yeah. And you stay on the ground. Rent a car. I don't know. I, I think it all is because it took place in a week. So they had no time and they were just like reeling from what was happening. You know, you think the air traffic could control towers like ahead of them were hearing rumors of this rogue plane <laughs> it's, like, it's like a horror story <laughs> like you better give correct commands or the 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 sea wind 3000 will come and crash into your tower it's like something you tell children when they're going to bed i don't know how this plane is allowed to take off after crashing like once or twice i mean some amount of damage has to be done that's a big mm -hmm. heavy thing scraping against the ground yeah, it's fine clearly not and how this per okay i got into one accident all year mm -hmm. and like still in my mind whenever i'm driving on the road i'm like looking around at semis and stuff this guy what is wrong with him or right i guess to go through this right and like be like man i could have died yeah all right well time to take off again and then you still don't learn to use your goddamn fucking landing gear mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, there was mechanical faults. And so I will say the name belies this a little bit. It's a hybrid water and land capable plane. Okay. And it's not what you'd think. If you look up a picture of a Sea Wind 3000, mm -hmm. I would not have ever guessed that this is how an airplane would be assembled. The, the engine and propeller are mounted on like, you know, like the, the top back wing, oh, the I like see. vertical wing at the back of the plane. It's like a scorpion. Yeah. But so I can totally imagine. So that means the bottom of the plane is like basically a boat, right? Uh -huh. And it has little things on the wings to keep it upright yeah so you know it just scratched it up a little i'm sure i'm sure but i can totally see how this thing could land with no landing gear and then you just like i'm not sure how you get the landing gear up once it's on i guess you get a forklift or something i don't know i have no idea dude aviation is freaky yeah so i watch a lot of like car guys on youtube and i watch some aviation people who like have their own private planes and and fly stuff with cars it scares me a little when guys work on it mm -hmm. but like it can only be so bad right yeah. Like a lot of the car guys I watch who work on their own stuff, if they race, they race at tracks with, you know, medical responders and safety people. Mm -hmm. And if they're not racing, they're a relatively responsible driver. They're not like going out and driving 180 miles an hour on the highway yeah. in a car that they built themselves or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like I watch people who do that with airplanes mm -hmm. and they're not, you know, like the car guy, right? Like the greased up hands, like in his garage, like he's like, ah, I'll just slap it together, some duct tape. The airplane guys are the same way. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Like, did the FAA, are they cool with that? Is that allowed? Is that, because if a car fails, even if you're like going down the highway and you're 
brakes fail mm-hmm. or some catastrophic thing. You can steer off the road and try and hold it. And it's kind of dangerous, but it's mostly dangerous for you, hopefully. If you're in an airplane, there's no version of flying that's not dangerous. Mm-hmm. There's no version of flying where like you're in the air and one of your ailerons stops responding or your engine starts sputtering and you're like, ah, I'll just turn it into the ditch. <laughs> no, man. You're some thousands of feet in the air uh-huh. and you might have passengers or you might crash into a house. Like God knows what. I just can't imagine how people do it. And this guy sounds like one of those guys. After the first crash, he like, you know, lifted up, got the wheels back down and was like, she's fine. Yes. I checked it over. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Totally fine doesn't need any maintenance or anything it's fine how is that allowed how is there not an investigation or like a team at the airport or wherever he's landing that's like okay well we have to look over this thing it'd be grounded for a few days while we figure out you know what went wrong yada 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 Uh it's just like the dude crash land like they came out to investigate it was like a scooby-doo scene where he's like picks up the plane and ran and hidden in a bush Mm -hmm. like how seven times in a week yeah exactly so the reason i brought up the story and i think you've Mm -hmm. all gleaned the understanding is that you should never give up Sure. So I want stories no, you should. of you guys. You I want stories of you guys in, or of things that you know and have found on the internet of situations where someone has never given up, even if it means they end in glorious failure. They never quit. They always followed their dreams. I don't care if they reach success or miserable, unending disappointment. I want those stories. Perseverance. I like it. And I'll give you some time to think about it because we need to hear from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. I'm only finding positive stories about refusing to quit, but I don't know if that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I usually am smart enough to give up. I've never tried to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Why start now, Bob? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get over the trauma of understanding that that story is real and that that pilot is able to keep his license and that plane is able to take off. Mm-hmm. You crash your car and there's like police and a tow truck and all that kind of stuff that show up. You crash a plane, it's just like, ah. You could just walk it off, Tim. Radio Tower checks in. Y'all right? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I will also accept whatever the hell Never Give Up makes you think of. That's also an option. It makes me think of Galaxy Quest. Never give up, never surrender. Mm-hmm. You said those in two different accents. <laughs> the first one was like the, the guy, the alien guy, and then the second one was like... Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
Never give up. Never surrender. I may have brought this up to you guys, but this is unrelated. Mm. Have you seen Doom, but everything is Tim Allen? Doom? No. Like the game. The game Doom, but every image is replaced with a skewed image of Tim Allen's face, <laughs> and every sound is replaced with a version of him going, Ooh? Every this. bullet, every enemy. Doom, but Tim Allen. Okay, wait. Doom, but Tim Allen. <laughs> it's amazing. Will, you have to look up the video Doom but Tim Allen and replace some of the audio from that into this. Because no one will be able to appreciate it visually unless they look it up themselves. But the audio is just... <laughs> even the bullets! Even the, yeah, the muzzle all, Every sound is a, is a grunt. It's everything. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Who put this much work into this? Good God. It's incredible. Even the far... Oh my God, everything. 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 Every Everything. Everything. <laughs> I gotta stop listening to that. I gotta break my brain. God, I love, I love shit like that. Today, with games, like, it's so much harder to mod things like that. Whereas, like, before, like, I used to go to modding sites all the time just to see what stupid, funny mods that people could make. Like, Scientist Slaughterhouse for Half-Life 1 is, like, one of my favorite mods just because it's so ridiculous and funny. And then there was a sound... Oh, sound packs, too. Just, like, anything that replaces the mm. sound in a game just like that is so, so goddamn funny. I've got another one if you guys are having trouble. I mean, I've got some stuff. Yeah. I guess I've got a couple things. I guess I could just go. Yeah, no, if you go. you want me to. Yeah, go. Yeah, you can go for it. I got, I got a couple things. Okay. So. I guess I, I mean, this is exactly the plain guy story. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the kind of story yeah. that I like because it's so satisfying to me to see like, I don't know, what's the right word? Like just complete failure, mm -hmm. like a fully fleshed out failure. Yeah. The fact that the plane sunk to the bottom of the lake mm -hmm. is the best way that that could have ended. Aside from everything going fine and like him, you know, maybe overcoming some obstacles. Nah, 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 not succeed. that. Whatever. That's boring. Yeah. Success is boring. People who persist and succeed are boring. Mm -hmm. But uh, this, like, okay, I have another, I have another story. Uh -huh. I wish it was about me because I love this dude's chutzpah. Uh -huh. But there's this man. We'll call him Troy. Troy. He was in his early twenties. He was out hiking. He was attacked by a bear, oh. which is crazy. And I don't know exactly how he responded to the bear. Ultimately, came out unharmed, which is a miracle. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if I was attacked by a bear, I would die and get eaten. Yeah. This dude, whatever he did, worked, fought the bear off, escaped. I don't know. This experience, though, sparked an interest in him that he would say he's trying to study the bears to learn how to be safe in an environment where bears are around. Uh -huh. And he's trying to study, you know, like how, how would, what if this happens again, what should people do? I got lucky, but what, how can I learn from my experience? He would tell you, he went on to study bear safety and um, look into that uh -huh. as a sort of research. Yeah. What would you think he did? Live with bears. Sure. Uh, Completely turned his life around and went and lived on a, a, a boat away from bears where bears can't get him. Sure. Sure, sure. Go to bear school. Bear school, yeah. Boat school. Be adopted by a bear. Adopted by a boat. <laughs> I don't know how boats played into this, but okay, okay. Adopt a bear. A adopting a bear would be by pretty... a boat. <laughs> you really uh, yeah, find the right words, Wade. You gotta stay away from the bears. They can't get you on a boat. <laughs> bears can swim. I'm yeah, I'm 90% sure bears can swim and boats are not that okay, effective. Okay, bears can swim, but can they boat? I'm 100% sure a bear could boat. Yeah. Given the access to a boat, I'm sure that a bear could sit on top of a boat. How are they going to get up? Just put the ladder up. Anyway, you go ahead with your story about the bears and the hike, and hopefully there's a boat. There better be a boat. You know who likes your enthusiasm, Wade? Hmm. Troy likes your enthusiasm. Uh, oh, no. You and Troy, maybe not on the same idea train, but you're in the same idea train yard. <laughs> Uh, because, uh, this man, when he says he's studying bear safety, what he means is he's trying to figure out a way for him to be able to beat the shit out of a bear with his bare hands. Right. Pun intended. Right. Naturally. <laughs> Troy had an epiphany when he was looking into this. He was watching the movie RoboCop. Uh-huh. And he was, he thought to himself, man. Look how invincible that robotic cop is in his metal armor. Uh -huh. I bet a bear couldn't even get through that metal armor. 
I bet that is the best thing you could do to protect yourself from a bear. Uh -huh. God damn it, if Troy didn't spend the next seven years and over 150,000 actual dollars oh. constructing not one, not two, not three, but five versions of a suit of bear armor. Oh. <laughs> he wasted hours and hours welding, soldering, hammering, whatever, slapping together a suit of bear armor. He got to Mark five. He almost lost his wife and son over this. Almost. He spent all of his money, no savings, no retirement account. The thing looks like what someone in a science fiction movie who's living in a scrapyard would make if they had to do a final boss fight of some sort. And they made <laughs> like, it looks shoddy. It uh -huh. looks questionable. Sure. But you know how Troy figured out that it worked? How? There's only one way to test bear armor. Did you fight a bear? <laughs> I should have. I should have known. Why am I? What am I? Stupid. Of course. Okay. No. Well, Troy's smarter than that. I misled you. I misled you. Oh, Troy's okay, smarter all right, than that. Then, never mind that. What is like a bear, but easier to find? Uh, Frogs. Deer. That's stupid. Um, no. Um. Uh, wait. Wait. Polar bear. <sighs> raccoon. Wrong. Uh, Wrong. Okay. You're never gonna get there. It's bikers. Oh. Obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like a bear. That kind of bear. Because they both have B in the name. <laughs> Troy hired a gang of bikers to come to his test site uh, and try to hurt him with baseball bats, two by fours, fists, any sort of blunt impact weapon. No guns, no knives or anything. Yeah, nothing's sharp. Thank God bears don't have sharp claws. Yeah. He survived the bikers. Wow. He needed another scientific test. Wait, how well did he survive? Did the bikers survive the test? That's the real question. He didn't even fight back he just let them have at it and he was okay. fine not Whoa. a scratch no problems Wham. maybe a little concussion but it's fine Wham. what's the next test because he needs another test this is science all right so he tested against human bears uh -huh. so now he's got he's got to step it up from there what's as big as a bear cars yes he tries to get hit by a car test number two troy paid someone to hit him with a car <laughs> oh my god not a scratch well actually if we're to be real some scratches, <laughs> but a car hit with a car. Wow. And he guys stood back up. Fine. No big deal. Couple band-aids. Okay. What's the third test? We're not to bear levels of damage yet. Are we sure? I don't think so. I don't know. A car seems like pretty bare level to me. What is even more intense than a car? Train. Truck. Wade, you know. You know. Yeah. Uh, the, the plane guy. Get hit by a plane. No, you got hit by a truck. Oh, I do know what that's like. Yeah. No. Gravity. Gra Wait, what? <laughs> Gravity. He had people throw him off a cliff. Whoa! Survived. Did he? He's fine. After surviving a gang of bikers, a car hitting him, being thrown off a cliff, and several more tests, which are similarly stupid, but not as comical, more reasonable sorts of not interesting. Yeah, we don't want to hear about that. Troy decided Mark 7, the uh, seventh suit of armor, uh -huh. was it. It was no longer a prototype. This suit of armor became known legendarily as the Trojan. I'm sure you've all heard of it. That's what it is. Sure. Uh-huh. The only problem, and I've, I hope to God his dream comes true. The only problem Troy has faced in his quest to solve bear safety once and for all is that he has yet been unable to find investors and or bear owners crazy enough to back him to help him set up an actual 1v1 cage match with a grizzly bear. Ah. But there is hope someday. Some say Troy should have quit by now. Mm. Some say Troy should not have taken an idea from Robocop mm -hmm. while he was stoned daydreaming about his love of bear fighting and made it a reality. <laughs> Some say hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on this project is just a hilarious and misguided attempt for this guy to really just get into a ring with a bear. Yeah. Some say that. I don't say that. I think Troy is following his dreams. Mm. For people whose work environments uh, require them to get close to bears, I can only think of one job where that's a thing. But, you know, bear handlers mm -hmm. exist. Yeah. This is probably of great interest to them. Mm -hmm. He just needs to find the right investment, the right, the right group of people, the right person who owns an insane bear. 
You're absolutely right. Anyway, I love I love his science. I love his series of progression to get to the ultimate. This is exactly what I was looking for because I'm looking at pictures of this guy and I'm looking at pictures of his armor and it looks like a really advanced cosplay suit. I don't know how functional it is. And it says there's the Trojan ballistic suit of armor and there's like escalating beyond just like bear fighting. And I have heard about this guy a long time ago and uh, it's just like, it's exactly what I was hoping for because it's someone that really, really believed in something and put everything towards it and then nothing came out of it. Like despite all the efforts, despite everything, just like not getting there. But that's the spirit of never give up. Even in the face of abject failure, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's wonderful. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice though, they really mean flavor. Like in your face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. I've, uh, I don't have any that's singularly quite that good, uh -huh. but I found a couple of interesting, I, I went a different way. You guys went inspirational, like, you know, trying to do something interesting. Finding a bear is not necessarily good, but it's interesting. I went straight to the heart of the criminal underworld to find my stories of perseverance. All right. Okay. Sure. The first story is of a man who I apparently desperately needed some money because in like a two day span, he attempted, I think five robberies. Yeah. The first one, he brought a crowbar. Uh, I think it was like a beauty salon or something. Tried to break in, couldn't break in with the crowbar, couldn't use it to break the glass or got scared off or something and took off mm. later that morning went and broke into a pizza place i think it was a domino's attempted to open a safe with a crowbar failed uh, i think it was a few days later comes back with a cordless angle grinder mm -hmm. i don't even know what an angle grinder is but it sounds like some kind of saw or something i'm guessing it's like a, a it, grinder it's a grinder basically yeah but it's like got a small wheel on it, it spins real fast anyway continue he used the grinder to take the door off the safe and actually succeeded in getting some money out. And for some reason, a few days later, didn't bring that, tried to rob another safe with a crowbar and failed. Then he got caught and, you know, went to jail, whatever have you. So that's the story of the safe robber. However, the second one, this one I find a little bit more interesting, which is why I saved it for last. Uh, this was a man who was doing a crime spree trying to rob like small gas stations and small businesses like that that were still open. Mm -hmm. So the first time he attempted to rob one, he came in and he handed the clerk a note, said, put money in the bag. I've got a gun, yada, 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 but didn't produce a weapon. So the clerk reaches down to put money in the bag and actually pulls out a shotgun and aims at the dude and tells him to get out. <laughs> and the dude just flees. The next time, which is, uh, I think this was a couple days later. It's unclear. I think this is a couple days later. It's pretty close. Mm -hmm. He comes in, he gets a pistol and he comes in and he aims a pistol at the guy. The guy gives him the money, puts the money in the bag. Yeah. The guy puts his weapon away, turns around with the money in hand. And as he's leaving, he gets shot by a pistol in the leg as he's running away. He went to the hospital, ended up in jail, gets out of jail. I don't know a few 
years later. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he does when he gets out is he goes to rob a place again. This time, he keeps his gun concealed as he approaches the business and the business owner sees him on the TV approaching like as he's closing up shop. And as he's walking in, I guess he starts to reach for his gun and the business owner sees that and shoots him three times. Dude turns around and runs away and gets caught. And he tells police that the other guy should be in jail because, and I quote, I didn't even have my gun fully out yet. It wasn't a fair fight. <laughs> Ah, uh, that is excellent. That is something like you could probably make a whole whole book about criminals that were just too stupid to give up. Like just like you didn't you didn't learn any lessons from the previous attempts. Like is this the same guy that didn't bring the angle grinder to the second safe? Like he had that in his garage. He's like, oh, I want to stay light. You know, I might need to run. I just you've already been in prison for this, and the first thing you do when you get out of prison is you go back to a place where you're maybe gonna get what a few hundred bucks. Like I don't know about you guys, but I, I, every time I had to work retail, we were only allowed to have so much money in our like cashier thing and it wasn't much yeah and it's like is that few hundred bucks worth that prison time and the lesson not that i want to encourage criminals here but the lesson wasn't to keep your gun concealed longer at the beginning it was to not conceal it after you got the money mm -hmm. and for your excuse to be that the other dude committed the crime because he stopped you from the robbery ahead of time like what <laughs> yeah he had all these years he was in prison for years and the lesson learned oh man it hurts. Humanity hurts. No, it's beautiful. It's inspirational. It's someone that absolutely never gave up. It's someone who wouldn't quit. It's someone who wouldn't let things get them down. No matter what the circumstances. They couldn't quit. They couldn't quit. It's also like semi-related to addictions. I don't know if you could be addicted to robbing things, but it seems like this guy might be. I know someone who's addicted to robbing things. <laughs> who's addicted to robbing things? Uh, young man by the name of Darius. Darius. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not going to get you to him. I thought you were going to start singing YMCA when you said young man. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even say it with the right inflection. I know, but I thought it was a setup. I said a young man not a young man <laughs> listen this guy has a problem had a problem he probably still has it he wants to be a conductor a train conductor this dude wanted nothing more in life than to be the driver of a New York City subway, mm -hmm. which is, you know, that's probably a great job. Probably kind of, you know, difficult, long hours. I don't know. There's probably downsides, but like you work for the city. It's very consistent. The subway always needs to run. There are worse things to aspire to. Darius was dead set on it, but I feel like there were a couple issues that really prevented him from fully realizing his dream. Not least of which is no one told him how to go about doing it. And I'm not sure, like, maybe he looked it up. Maybe he wasn't interested in, uh, I don't know if you need specific education. I'm sure there's a pathway to, like, getting the right training. You start, I don't know. Sure, there's some pathway to be like, I want to drive these trains. How do I get there? Uh -huh. Darius decided he was just going to do it himself. By the age of five, he had memorized the entire New York subway system. Uh, he was fascinated with the subway, with the trains, uh -huh. where they went, why they went there, how the stations were organized. Yeah. At the age of 15, he was devastated that his deep knowledge and understanding of the subway system didn't earn him more respect from his fellow youths. He was, I guess, kind of an outcast, you could say, because lived in the city. They, He and his friends used the subway. They never needed a map. They could just ask Darius. They didn't find that very impressive. Hmm. At some point, feeling maybe a little sad, isolated, let down by his colleagues, Darius just said to himself, fuck this. I'm not waiting anymore. Uh -huh. Why was he cursing at such a young age? <laughs> well, actually, he wasn't cursing, which we'll get to. He decided he was just going to start driving the trains. He was just going to do it. Bold. Who was going to stop him? No one. He knew how it worked. He intimately knew the controls, knew the routes, knew how to stop the station, where the breaking points were, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. The only thing when young Darius stole the E-train the age of 15, <laughs> the only thing that gave him away is that the passengers were really suspicious that the guy driving the train was doing an excellent job, wasn't swearing at them or being rude, that he was being completely polite, cordial, respectful, and perfectly executing his duties. Obviously, he was 15 years old. He's not an adult. Eventually, someone looked in there and was like, oh no, that's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we employ children to drive these trains. Oh no. He was caught. He was relieved of duty. A professional was put back into the whatever cab yeah. pilot's house i don't know what it's called mm. this did not discourage darius of course not no he would drive trains he never Great. gives up <laughs> never ever gave up how many trains would you guess young darius captained during his illustrious non-career for the new york city subway system 
three. Before I answer that question, what year is this? Oh, that's a good point. It's a good point. This took place in the nineties. I do not have a specific year. I'm gonna say four now. That I know it's nineties. Four. So those are like pre-cell phones, pre-smartphones. Mm -hmm. This is the era yeah. of like pay phones and and you know. So, you know, radio is the main thing. The reason I ask is because, like, less monitoring cameras. I was wondering yeah. if people could see him yeah. getting there, what kind of automation there was. So there's probably no automation there. So he would be able to slip in wherever there was a spot to slip in, right? So I'm going to yeah. guess, like, a bigger number. I'm going to guess he did, like, 30. Well, we're not doing Price is Right rules, so I'm going to have to give it to Mark for being closer. Uh -huh. You did go over, but during his on career... I object. We should do Price is Right rules. Darius drove 26 different trains <laughs> over the course well, a multiple of two which is half of four i think i was closest nailed it you nailed it buddy. but i know uh, i win because i was the exact number that wade guessed away from my guess well as the host i'll determine who wins this in a little bit hey We're not whoa done. hey whoa you shut your <laughs> yeah, hole there i was gonna give you a lot of points and then you started encroaching on my territory here you better watch yourself. Oh, yeah. Mark's the host. I forgot. Darius was only arrested and incarcerated 19 times for his 26 total journeys. Uh, My main question in this is, one, it's a fine job. I don't think that's a very coveted job. <laughs> I don't think anyone who drives the subway is like, ah, I can't believe I got this gig. No, no. All these benefits. No. The hot tub right next to the steering wheel for the train no, or whatever no. trains have. No, no, no. Like, you could have done that, dude. You probably need, I don't even know. You probably need a high school diploma some certifications or trainings and they're like yeah drive the train whatever god just leave me alone i hate this job yeah god but my second thing is are trains just left unattended was this a 90s thing i, I imagine the traditional way that a, a you know the guy in charge of the train is tagged out is some other adult in a uniform who looks like a train guy yeah. train conductor comes and is like hey steve i'm up <laughs> have a good night and he's like, all right, Gary, uh, she's doing good. No major issues. Enjoy your train driving. Yeah. Like some guy was just like, God, my replacement's not here and I must leave. I hope no one steals this train. I imagine there's not normally much fear of a train being stolen because you know where the hell it's going to be. It's not like you're going to go hide it in your garage. It's going to yeah, be on the track. If someone track. just hops in there and yoinks the thing, you could derail. Subways aren't just like, I'm sure they are now, but back then, I'm sure you could derail it. You could kill hundreds of people, yeah. cause huge issues. Like if Even if someone didn't want to steal the train, they just saw it and were like, yoink, and then left, and the train was just like, you know, full speed ahead, crashing down the track. Yeah. That's just a horrific safety issue. Yeah, how many times do you think that, like, there's a guy in his underwear tied up in a closet with a gag in his mouth, and then this kid shows up with really baggy clothes and a low-pulled hat? He's like, where's Scott? I gave him the day off. Oh, okay. I have a good one. That was really fucking weird. Um, yeah. comic the other day of um, it was a kid yeah. it was like a small kid talking to an adult but the kid has parts of uh, like tan coats coming out of every orifice mm -hmm. like sleeves and things coming out of mouth and ears Yeah. and the kid is talking to the adult they have some adult exchange where the adult is like oh okay adult and like you know in the next frame the kid character like looks at the camera mm. and is like then believe me I'm actually two trench coats in a kid <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay. But I, I can see where but the that's equally stupid as this is I, my point, I guess. I can I can see where the obsession of these kind of things come from because you know, you got the train kid who like played with trains all his childhood and he just loves trains. You got like the horse girl who just loves horses, just like can't can't stop thinking about horses. And then you have the people that take it to an extreme, like the people that rob the trains and try to run. Or you have like that horse girl that tries to run on all fours, like or eat the horse. Oh. I don't think so because they would respect the horse too much. But have you seen like the horse running girl? I, I forget what the name of this is. Yes. But yes. Yes. Yeah. It's just like the way that she walks and runs is it's so inhuman that it's kind of terrifying. You know what I mean? You have to like pet her head and give her a carrot and say, easy there, girl. I mean, oh, geez, this video has a lot of music, but it's just like, I don't know what it is, but it's like this kind of compulsion that hits some people where they're like, I have to do this thing and I don't care what it looks like, how stupid it is, but it's exactly that same kind of idea it's like never give up this person literally practiced running like a horse we did an unis honest video about this literally practiced running like a horse until they could gallop on all fours at speed 
at pretty impressive speed. Like if you look this up, it's not unimpressive of what they're doing. And I don't know what that does for your spine or long-term posture problems or wrist problems or ankle problems, but wow, you know- yeah, you let's make her into glue when she dies. <laughs> 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 but you gotta respect it. You gotta respect the hustle. You gotta respect the never give up attitude. That's what it's all about. All of us at some point have pursued something incredibly stupid that we know was dumb, or maybe we didn't know it was dumb, but we kept chasing after it until everyone around us were so aghast that we could possibly have the audacity to pursue this inane dream. That's like, like we all have to have that one dream that is so insane. And only the brave of us actually pursue it. What's that for you? That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm sure I have one. I'm trying to think of mine. I'm sure I have one too. Yeah. I mean, it was probably me trying to swallow things whole as much as possible, you know, eating raw my entire <laughs> life. And I just kept going at it. But I don't want to say that because I talked about that already. You know, uh, I'm ambitionless. No dreams, no goals. No dreams, no goals. Just continued existence. Yeah. Everyone got real mad when I decided I was going to try and stay alive. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? You did it. I did. And here you are. I made it. Yeah, here you are. Here you are. I don't know. This makes me feel ambitious. List. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I mean, uh, there must be something. There must be something because it, it makes me kind of question myself because like there's so many people that are like so consumed by a dream and there's things that like I want to do. Like I'm trying to learn Korean again really hard, and, but I think I don't think I'm as stupid for trying to do that. You know, like as far as like random ass hobbies go. God, oh, you know what? what? I've got one. You got one? Now now that I'm an adult, uh, technically, I look back and I question this, not because I question why I did it, but even I think it's a little much. Do you guys ever do midnight game releases? Oh, yeah. A couple times, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I specifically remember for Halo 2, I got the special edition, the silver metal tin edition that had like came with some extra features an extra disc or something and uh and some documentation and it came with some other like poster and stuff and i don't know why my parents put up with this i think my dad is is also kind of a nerd and so i guess he just got it and was being supportive but my dad took me as a kid in i think middle school or high school to the midnight release of halo 2 uh -huh. on like a school night hell yeah to a normal person who's not a gamer uh -huh. that's probably like cringy, dumb, hilarious, like, oh, look at this loser sort of stuff. Yeah. But even to me now as a gamer, like... I've kind of done that in the age of digital releases. I've totally been like, oh, this game comes out at like, uh, you know, like one in the morning my time. Yeah. I mean, I'll stay up and play it for a little bit before I, you know, before school or something in the morning. But why, why did I go to the midnight release? I didn't get to stay up all night playing the game. I had school in the morning. Yeah. I literally got, we got home <laughs> from that in the car, in the garage. And I was like staring down at looking at everything I had gotten. We got inside and then dad was like, all right, go to bed. Yeah. Damn it. God, that 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 reminds me of like my time in World of Warcraft was kind of like that where I pursued really dumb things uh to an extreme. Like there was one time when I spent I think it was 8 weeks straight that I had to do of uh doing these fishing quests to get the title of salty. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. By your name there is just a word that says salty and then my character's name and that was it. But there's one achievement in there that is literally called insane. It's a title and to get it like all the achievements that i had to do to get salty that was only a small part of the overall number of achievements that you had to get to get insane and this is during wrath of the lich king and our guild leader bip shout out to bip wherever you are <laughs> he literally spent every single spare moment that he was in the game working on getting this achievement it took him like a year to get but he got it and then his reward was just like okay literally your title is now bip the insane and so but people respected that like it's crazy it's it's insane to go for that there's no reason to do it for one word by your name but people are willing to do that because humans are bored and we've got nothing better to do <laughs> okay, well, that sounds pretty cool, actually. But that's pretty cool, yeah. That's a long time yeah. to work on it. Oh, yeah. I spent, like, three days on New World killing turkeys so I could have uh, Turkey Terminator by my name. <laughs> 
I mean, that's a small piece of it. That's exactly the idea. 100 pigs and I got Baconator. I still have the title of Baconator. Oh, you got Baconator? Yeah. Mm, that's a good title. Turns out there's a place up in, uh, this is not important. There's a place where you can farm pigs really easily later on. Mm -hmm. But people look at things like that and they always are like, oh no, that's not worth it. Or I'd have to be crazy to do that. And then someone does it and they are crazy, but they did it. And you have to respect that drive. And, and for them, there is a reward at the end of it. There is a title. But for some people, they pursue things and there is absolutely no reward for it. You know, no matter how far down the rabbit hole you go, you know, it's it's just like one of those things where, you know, it's kind of like a dream is only insane until you achieve it, right? Sure. Is, sure. Isn't that kind of like the, the lesson to be learned here? Like the kind of thing of you don't know when to never give up because you, you, you don't know if you're going to succeed. But also if you never give up, then the only way that you fail is by giving up. You may not succeed, but the only way to fail is to give up. And so the idea of just like never giving up, you never give up. You always push forward. So you're saying the day I watch the pay-per-view of Troy versus Wiggles the Grizzly Bear, uh -huh. Troy will no longer be insane. He'll just be a genius who followed his dreams. Well, about that, I hate to say it, Troy hurt to be died in 2018. So... Oh, no. That's sad. <laughs> What got him? Oh no! He uh, it was not a bear that got him. Uh, apparently, it was a, a a vehicle accident. So oh, should have been wearing the Trojan, <laughs> the armor, not the condom. Hey, should have been wearing a condom. It would have been fine. <laughs> Safety first, everyone. Safety first. 99% protection. Well, that, that does disappoint a little, but the Trojan exists. It does. Where is the Trojan and who's going to fight a bear in it? Yeah, That's exactly. The question. That is the question in his honor. They better fight the bear in that armor with an erection and a Trojan condom on too. Yeah, exactly. If you can maintain the erection throughout the fight, you get bonus points. You get another achievement. You get, <laughs> like a title. By yeah, I get a title. <laughs> Just like Troy the Turgid. Yeah. Dude, in, in England, they have some titles. You can be knighted and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think America should start MMO RPG style title systems. Absolutely. There are a series of things you can do to get the title of Bob the Insane officially on your driver's license. Absolutely. Ah, Davy the Fucknut. I love it. I want Turkey Terminator in real life. Turkey Terminator. How many turkeys I gotta go get? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so I'm going to bring this to a close. This was an excellent discussion. We really got to the heart of it. It was a little bit difficult to get there, but we really did it. And uh, did. Thank I'm you, tabulating the points. And uh, the, winner. the winner is Bob by an absolute oh. crushing landslide of 15 to 4. Now look, now that I can't disagree with the result, but my dream <laughs> is for you to overturn these results. <laughs> and I will pursue it to the end of this sentence. All right, man. Did you just give up? Yes. I think by definition, <laughs> he did <laughs> you reached the end of the sentence you had to keep the sentence going yeah. man well you still didn't I did. get the core meaning of this uh podcast episode so bob congratulations always give up you have won i'm proud of you for never giving up throughout this whole episode some dreams aren't worth it but what do you have to say for yourself i feel like this is the first thing i've ever accomplished wow i think i really put myself out there i think i really dug deep inside and i shared what i dug out of myself with you guys uh -huh and took credit for the amazing stories of other people's lives and that has led me to victory mm -hmm. they weren't amazing they were pretty terrible and they should have given up what awful have you dreams seen pictures of this dude's armor it is amazing and i love it i'm gonna google troy's trojan and i better not regret it i may have to issue a correction this article says that it was not one hundred and fifty thousand dollars it was fifteen thousand dollars there may have been a typo in the other information i was reading all right well i have to retract all points from bob and then no all right. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening at home. Hope you guys have your own crazy dream that you're never going to give up on. Uh, and so long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, hey, you keep trying that crazy dream. You keep trying. Don't that. fly a plane if you don't know how to fly a plane, you shit. That is fair advice. Unless your dream is to fly. Actually, don't. Don't even bother. Thank don't you. have dreams. It's nicer that way. I live a great existence. Remember to follow, subscribe, like this podcast wherever you're listening to so you can tune in and be notified of whenever we upload a new podcast. You can find Bob at Micekerm on Facebook where he streams regularly and Wade at Minion77 on Twitch and Lord Minion 77 Excuse on me. 777. Okay, now at least I understand why the signing got my name wrong years ago. You don't even know my username. On YouTube. Thank you again. Podcast out. Seven, seven. Yeah, close enough. Like that guy landing the plane. Ah, close enough. Got the landing gear. Close enough. We're on the ground.